Hi, I'm Brian Sapp. Welcome to the People in Your Neighborhood podcast, the podcast where I talk with the people in our neighborhood of Northern Indiana, people you may or may not have a chance to meet. Today I'm talking with journalist and writer Marshall King, maybe best known for his foodie name, Hungry Marshall. Marshall, thanks for joining us. I want to start with Hungry Marshall. How is that a nickname, pen name? How did that start? I think it became a Twitter handle. I needed something that was distinctive. And I don't, I mean, years ago when I was writing Dining a la King, which I still write, I came up with a tagline, I'm hungry, let's eat. And it just, it stuck. Like some other things, you tried something and it just kind of became a thing. And then when Twitter came out in 2008, I joined and I think I was hungry Marshall from the beginning. And it just kind of, then, you know, these other things, Instagram and, and whatever else came about. And so it just kind of became part of, part of how people knew me. Um, okay, so with Hungry Marshall, do you go by that or, I mean, is it, you're known by Dining a la King. Yeah, the, the column name is Dining a la King. Um, people, I mean, people occasionally call me Hungry Marshall. I mean, it's, there are things that people know me as. One uh, is the food guy. That's, I get called that. Years ago, I got called Fair Boy internally in the office because of, I was covering the Elkhart County 4-H Fair. Um, I accidentally, I, I got a promotion at the Elkhart Truth back in the day and uh, needed to dress up a little bit more or needed to regularly wear ties. I didn't want to put on the big, you know, long ties. So I said, I'm going to try a bow tie. And five or eight years later, now people are like, you're not wearing a bow tie today. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's Tuesday, okay. you know? And they're like, you don't wear them on Tuesdays? So I'm like, no, I just decided <laughs> not to today. So it, it's kind of part of um, these things evolve in odd ways. Uh-huh. So do you tie or is it? I do tie. Awesome. Occasionally I'll get a gift of one that is, is um, you know, elastic or some sort of other um, thing. But I, I learned by watching YouTube videos and my arms cramping up. So yeah. now I can, I actually most of the time probably do them without a mirror. So I, I learned, I, I wear normal ties, but every once in a while I think it's cool to put it. And so I wanted to do it and tie it. And so I watched Alton Brown yep. and he did a great job. And then now as one of the principals, he likes to wear a Notre Dame tie. And so sometimes in the morning, you'll see me in there trying to yeah. backwards or get like right behind him and yeah. tie it up. So the most nervous I have ever been tying a bow tie was because of Alton Brown. Okay. Uh, when he came to South Bend and was at the Morris, I had interviewed him beforehand and they picked one of my questions via Twitter mm-hmm. for him. And he said, I'll answer your question, but you have to untie your tie and tie it while I'm answering it. And so like, I'm like, he's up there and I'm like, anyway, it, but I got a tie. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, talking, you've talked about working at the Goshen News and Elkhart. Can you tell me a little bit about your history here, sure. where you started? I grew up in this area, went to Fairfield, went to college. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know the way forward, but, um, I just, I kind of, I, I got a part-time job at the Goshen News and then I got a full-time job. And then I had some interaction and interviewed at The Truth. And so within that first year at the Goshen News, The Truth called and said, we have an opening. And by the end of the week, I had a job offer and a few weeks later jumped and stayed at The Truth 22 and a half years. So I, I intended to leave mm-hmm. um, Northern Indiana, mostly because of February's. Um, but I intended to leave and go to grad school and it just never happened. And I, I, 
I opted to stay here rather than go to Chicago or something because I loved this community and I liked what I was doing. I got to work for a family-owned newspaper and every time I got bored, they gave me a new challenge. And in 2000, that was a food column. Okay. Um, and they said, write about restaurants and figure it out. And, but you're not a critic. But then over time, they said, well, search for the best piece of pie in Elkhart County or the best burger. Or, um, sure, you can take some people on a food trip to Italy. And so I, it was like, it was just great. And then meanwhile, I, I helped in the newsroom and became an editor and, um, and played a variety of roles. And it just kind of, um, it was great to work there um, until, until the day came when it ended, so. Um. What were some of the things that you liked covering? Let's non-food. Yeah. What what did what was your take being an editor there? You get a little bit of say over kind of what happens. What was your philosophy, or would you? I mean, one of the philosophies was that we represent a diverse community, uh, politically and otherwise. And if people didn't see themselves in the paper or someone like them in the paper at least semi-regularly, they, they, they were gonna stop finding reason to pick it up. So one of it was to try to represent the range of the community. Some of it was just, I believe in the power of a story. I believe in the power of the individual story and that not all individuals have the ability to tell their own. So people who can help them tell it have a lot of value and to be that person was a lot of fun and to help reporters become that person was a lot of fun. And, um, and then all those stories that added together make up a community story. And so to get to do that um, over a period of time was, was just really cool. And there was, I still remember years ago, a guy brought his hog oiler collection to the Estray Miller Museum out on, um, out on the, the east side of Elkhart. And, you know, the guy collected these little metal contraptions that used to contain oil that hogs would rub up against hmm. to keep the flies off. And, oh, wow. and, and they were antiques and they were shaped like an ear of corn or whatever. And who collects these things? But I still remember going out there that day and talking to the guy and saying, isn't this, you know, he didn't live around here, he's from Southern Indiana or something, but it was just, or, you know, if I go to the Elkhart County 4-H Fair and I go to the livestock auction, I'm almost bound, it's almost, it's almost for sure that I'm gonna end up crying. Because there's just, here's a community coming alongside a kid who has raised this animal, and in some cases has, you know, the family has a medical need or a larger need, and so there's just this, getting to tell those stories is just a blast. Moving into food, you were given the challenge of the food. What was, I, I found that interesting. Okay, you're gonna write, but not a critic. Yeah. How did you, I mean, what were some of the, what was your travails? What, how'd you work through that? Um, some of it, I, I remember in one of those first couple years, um, there was a restaurant owner on a hot July day cooking in a parking lot at an outdoor thing that they did. And he looked at me and said, you're messing with our livelihood. And, and I kind of went, oh, yeah, he's right, I am. I, I mean, my goal became much more to tell people about where they could find the good stuff mm -hmm. than to trash somebody who had just spent nine months in their life savings mm -hmm. to open up a place. Um, the market usually will take care of those places. I don't wanna lie and I don't wanna, 
So I, I, it went from writing about every new restaurant that opened to trying to cover the news, but then also kind of cover the good stuff. And over time, people came to expect, people asked, what was the food? Even before the truth gave me permission to eat a bit and expense a bit. And so those things evolved and, and um, over time, people are pretty clear on what I tend to like or don't like. I'm an omnivore. But I, also, and, but, I, but I also might tend to be more experimental or try spicier stuff than some people. And that, so, you know, you learn that, you learn that over time. But I mean, I learned sometimes to be more patient than I initially might've been. I wrote about a restaurant that was going to open on a Monday and it did open on a Monday, but um, stayed open less than a day because of family squabble and closed. Oh. And so it was like, uh, okay, we can, you learn to write a little less, this will happen. Mm -hmm. And a little more like, this is supposed to happen. So um, that was one. The other was the time I, I tried not to, I, I try to inform people, but I've also learned that it's not a great idea if the health department learns about something from me. Mm. Um, and, and, and at, least in a, at least in one or more cases, there was a time when the health department learned of something and said, oh no, they can't do that. And I was like, oh, so. Any of those you willing to share or like? Yeah, I mean, one of them was, um, there was a collective, um, Il Forno here in Goshen was, was closed on Mondays. And so a collective of people would cook there on Monday nights. I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they were trying out some stuff and um, wrote about it on a Monday and the health department called them and said, you're not opening for lunch. They actually opened for lunch and dinner on Mondays. And so uh, a number of months later, that's what became Venturi. Um, so I don't take credit for Pizzeria Venturi, but I did help them figure out that they had to open their own place. So unintentionally. Oh, that's, that's a good, that's something good to come out of yeah. that. That's yeah. interesting. Um, how do you keep, how do you keep it from getting old? You know, you've been doing it, if you started in 2000 yeah. or 19 years later. There are weeks. Um, <laughs> oh man, what am I writing about this week? I mean, um, I, I, I just, I'm just a guy who likes to eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to try the new thing. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy, you know, people are like, oh, I'm really sorry to bother you, but we're looking for a place for our anniversary or we're looking for a place for our company event. I like those phone calls or texts or Facebook messages. And I worry about the day when I don't get them. So I still enjoy it. And I, every once in a while, I just kind of, do I still enjoy this? Yeah, I still enjoy this. Um, I don't know if I'll do it forever. I mean, life changes and things look different. Um, I like cooking at home. I like going out to eat. I like going out to eat and then saying, hey, you should really try this place. Mm -hmm. So if that shifts, I'll pay attention to that, but it hasn't shifted too far yet. I like not, the one thing I do like is not having to track every food story mm -hmm. across the region and just kind of being able to pick and choose and then also do non-food stuff. I think that's part of the, people know me as the food guy, but I do a lot of other things too that are interesting as well. Okay, foods. Do you have favorites? Do you have like, just in general, like one or two, like go-to, like you like cooking. Is there a go-to cooking, something you like to cook? Actually, when I'm at home, 
I try to cook as many vegetables as I can just because I tend to be, I, I mean, I really like meat. I like mm -hmm. all sorts of animals, um, but, uh, but I also know health wise and, and for other reasons that just eating less meat's a good thing. And so I'm trying to sharpen, sharpen how, how I make vegetables so that, um, they're delicious and they're filling and all and all that. So um, I just I am. It's funny, like when we go out to eat, um, my wife will sometimes say, I know what you're going to order because we look at the menu and I tend to find the kind of, you know, the, the not outlandish, but the thing that's a little edgy or the thing that's like that is really evidence that it's kind of like, well, the chef really wanted to put this on there whether it would sell or not, you know? And so I tend to like, or I'll say, you know, what, what's your, what's your best selling stuff? But, um, I like trying new stuff. I don't, I think one of the worst things for me would be to tr have to eat the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I like variety a lot and I like, and that's part of the experience of going out and, and trying new places and trying new foods. So. Are there any foods that are like off limits, just something you can't do? Like, asparagus is usually it for me but i've actually had good asparagus recently but is there any like food you're like i just can't do it i don't you know back when i was doing an annual search for the best of there were some people who suggested head cheese and i'm like no like no head cheese is is a is you you cook a pig's head and you make a gravy out of it i don't really ever need to eat that again i do love scrapple which is the Pennsylvania, um, almost equivalent, uh, cornmeal based, but I, and some offal, I want to eat all, you know, the nose to tail, but some of the organs, I just don't, I don't need to do a lot of tripe. Okay. Um, so I, I'm careful there. Mm -hmm. I, when I, I was, we were traveling in Europe last summer and I really wanted to do the pickled herring for breakfast and my throat closed up and said, nope, 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 you're, you're not. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, so we talked about some of the good things. Um, so have you ever been to a restaurant and like, how do you handle that? Maybe if it's just a plate that doesn't click with you or maybe yeah. they're having an off day or just how do you handle something that maybe just I mean, doesn't taste I, good? I, I do try to be, I try to be gracious, but I also, um, I'll just, I don't always write about a place. Um, if, I, if, I, it's, it, it, if you can't find anything good to say, don't say anything at all. You know, the old maxim that our mothers told us. I mean, I, I, so I, I, will, I will sometimes not write about a place. Sometimes I don't write about a place just because I haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't write about a place because there's, it's just, I don't think there's a compelling reason to tell readers to go visit. So, um, but, you know, sometimes people, if people do ask, the one thing I do more than most people is tell them what I think. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of my willingness to do that over 19 years is the reason I still do it. But also, you know, I keep running into people who say, oh yeah, I went to this place. You know, we just had a bad experience. Or I, I ordered a medium hamburger and it came out well done but I didn't tell them. 
but I'll never go back. And I'm like, so they don't know, you'll never go back. There was no conversation. It doesn't help anybody. Mm-hmm. So I know that's hard. I know not everybody's as willing to do that as I am. And there are restaurant owners that are probably tired of me telling them what I think. <laughs> but, uh, but I also like, but it, it, that's, I think being honest mm-hmm. when somebody says, how was something is part of it. And that may not be to the rookie server and it may not be to every time to the owner, but I think over time, being able to offer some gracious feedback helps everybody. That takes me to like one of the last things I want to talk about. So we've got in the area, not just Goshen, we're in Goshen, but Goshen, Elkhart, South Bend, there's a ton of places to go. Um, let's pick two. What would you, how would you suggest somebody if they go to a new restaurant, like how do they maybe approach it as you would or just, you know, we want to go out and try something new. How can I approach going to a new place? I think, I think the, the first thing I would do is manage expectations. Because a lot of times people will say, and I, we all have expectations for life, for various aspects. And then if they're really high and then they don't get met, we're just disappointed. So if you can keep expectations low, um, that's, that's a nice place to start because then maybe you'll, then you're likely to get surprised or wowed, more likely. I think um, don't go to a barbecue place and order tofu. Don't, um, don't go to a sandwich shop and order a steak. Don't go to a taqueria and try to, and, and ask for ranch dressing. Like, I mean, so some of it is knowing what a place is about. Um, but, um, but also I try to look at what other people are eating mm-hmm. or I try to, and if you watch any amount of food television, I mean, there's, oh, that, you know, you see people like, you see the dining room and you look at, you know, what other people are eating. And I ask for recommendations. Like I regularly ask a server what to recommend. Um, most of the time they're happy to comply. Mm-hmm. Um, if they say, oh, I don't know, I don't eat here. You, you, you're in trouble. I've had that happen not um, in, in another community when we were traveling. It was like, but, um, and the other, the other thing it's, or what, what, what's popular here? Um, I, the trick is if you ask somebody for the recommendation and they say, oh, you have to try the burger and then you order the chicken, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, that's you've, why you're you've, messing up with your right. But, but it also, but I think, um, I think knowing knowing what a place is about mm-hmm. is the biggest thing so that so that you don't you you don't you don't get disappointed because you expected something a place wasn't mm-hmm. i think that also lets you get the experience of a place i think it's not just yeah. the food but it's the ambiance or the feel or um things like that and the other thing is i mean everybody has a bad day everybody every restaurant has a bad night mm-hmm. and if you're really only going to give somebody one shot you have that right. You're, they're, your, you're, they're your dollars to vote with, but I tend to give somebody a second chance. For whatever reason, it's hard to get out of Goshen. So what would be maybe something that in my mind I could help switch it up if I'm going to a place that I've been before? Um, I'm kind of thinking, I don't know if you ever heard the story about the lady out in the, um, out on the plains, like she did like all these reviews of like the, yeah. the, the chains in her and she got 
roasted for that, but I mean... But Bourdain stood up for her. Yeah, Bourdain so. stood up for her, but like, if we're going to... I, I love going to Venturi's. I go yeah. every time I like going there, but maybe there's some other place the kids pick something. How can you kind of maybe adjust your mindset? Like, you yeah. seem to have that open mindset. How would, the, what would you think? I mean, if you, if you are a regular at a place, you're going to get good treatment. Mm -hmm. You might get slipped a piece of brisket or you... Um, here, you know, try this, let me know what you think. Um, that's a lot of fun if you can become that. But um, the other thing is just to, um, hey, I heard this place is really good. Or the thing I really like doing is trying a new place with friends and ordering a bunch of food and sharing. Mm. This like, you know, just kind of the, you know, passing of food rather than I ordered the steak, here I am, I'm gonna eat my steak now. I mean, I really, that's a lot of fun when you can do that. That's one way to switch it up. Mm -hmm. like um, the other place is, the other thing is like, oh yeah, man, everybody has that place that they haven't been to, that they've heard about. Oh, I just haven't gotten there yet. I mean, go to one of those. Okay. And, um, and that's another way to, to, to give something a shot. Um, and the other thing is just meals, like Sunday brunch options are better than they used to be. So, um, and we do kind of tend to like get in, I don't want to say in a rut, but we get in, we tend to go the places we like often. Yeah. And, um, and that's, and finding that, hey, I'm going to give this place a shot. Or Sunday and Monday nights, eating out is actually a lot of fun. It, the places you go to are limited, mm -hmm. but you're like, oh, I didn't know Venturi was open <laughs> on Monday nights. We should file that away. Um, it's probably easier to get a table than on a Friday. So, okay. So we talked a lot about food. What's uh, what are you up to right now? I know you write for the you do some freelance and it's in the Goshen News and the Tribune. But what are you up to? Yeah. So I, in addition to a couple committing a couple acts of journalism a week, I uh, I do some writing for business or nonprofit um, folks, um, helping them with press releases or web content or storytelling, um, as the case may be. I'm, I'm slowly picking away at a book project, um, a nonfiction story, and hope the book proposal's nearly done. So hopefully there'll be some movement on that. Um, you know, I do a little bit of teaching. I, I do some cooking um, for charity events uh, or, or meals that get sold at charity auctions. I've done a, a tiny bit of like in-home chef stuff. Um, it's just, it's just a lovely mix. And to be a freelancer means there's flexibility. It, and as long as you have enough work, it's, it's all good. And so far there's been enough work. So it's been three years since um, Elk Our Truth was sold. And I was, I was um, one of those that was let go. And as a freelancer, I feel really fortunate and um, enjoy when somebody says, hey, any chance you could help us with with this and, and, and it works out. So um, we're sitting in Lightbox in downtown Goshen. There's some other guys who work here, most of whom are designers. It's fun to see how creative they are and soak up some of that creativity and um, work together. And um, it's, it's a good, I mean, it's, I feel, feel really fortunate and it's a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, thank you, Marshall, My pleasure. For, for being thank with you. us. And Goshen is a great place, and I think that's just my goal with, with going local and the, this 
series is just to find some people like you that tell stories and can help us appreciate it meet other people thanks for what you're doing too thanks that's it for this episode of the people in your neighborhood thanks for listening but don't stop here get out meet someone new and learn more about the people in your neighborhood Keep up with this segment, Am I Going Local segments, by liking or subscribing to us on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Just search up Going Local Indiana.